0: Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. Welcome to all those online watching, wherever you are. Great to have you with us. It's going to be a great day if we open our hearts and receive from the Lord. Amen. That's why we're here. Not to listen to some old bloke that might have something to say, that would be okay. But if you hear the Holy Spirit, that's going to change your life. It's going to change your life. I'm just a piece of pipe. Just a piece of pipe. What flows through me? If that's the Holy Spirit, that's what's valuable. That's what's valuable. Amen. Well, we're in a exciting days, aren't we? We're in exciting days, and uh, we started this year, if you remember back to January, February, a bit ordinary, a bit ordinary, sort of not knowing, you know, we've just been through a couple of years of whatever, and where are we, and how's that looking, you know, it's a bit ordinary. And then the word of the Lord came. Then the word of the Lord came, and we embraced it, we ran with it, and you know, God is so kind and so gracious. He is so kind and so gracious to us, and it's, it's, it's just been building stronger and stronger, hasn't it? You know, since April this year, uh, been built stronger and stronger. And of course, the, you know, the conference was a, a highlight so far, amen? It was a great time, a great time of gathering together in the presence of God, you know, but we can't stop at the conference. You know, the conference was a launch pad, not a cliff, all right, it's it's we take off from there, amen. That's how it works. And uh, otherwise, you know, whatever has happened just lays in ruins. I love what Pastor Caleb said the other Sunday night. If you're here, if you can get on online and uh, and get that message on podcast, um, that was a brilliant message. Um, he said, "This is a time to to build his church." We must realize that we are the church. We talk about building the church all the time from this platform, you know. We say this is what we have to do, but in reality, you are the church. If we can build you, we build the church. Your life gets better, the church gets better. Amen. That's the way it is. 1 Peter 2, verse. Uh, Uh, 4 and 5 says, As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, listen to it, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why this is so important. I've noticed that God works through seasons, not clocks. He works through seasons. And right now, there's a season of restoration. I see it all over. I see it all over. People coming back to God, just people returning after, you know, years. that are just, you know, out. On, on a on a journey and then then they're back and it's and it's a time to restore and to to build the church and get it ready for the next season this is the good news getting ready for the next season you know this this is a season to gather the living stones and put them in there position them into the house of God make them strong for what's ahead and and Haggai tells us what's ahead In uh, chapter 2, verse uh, 6 and 7, it says, This is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake the nations, and what is desired by all nations will come, and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. I will fill this house with glory. Every living stone. Every living stone brought together, positioned, built up in the body, built up in the house of God. It's a season for building because the next season, God will fill it with his glory. And you don't want to miss that. You don't want to miss out on what God's got for us. And I I believe God is going to shake the religious establishment as we know it, what we call church. And the ones who are built strong will be filled with the glory that Haggai promised. But here's the title of my message today. The only way to be sure is to make sure. Write that down in your notes. Scratch that onto your iPad. The only way to be sure is to make sure. You know a lot of people, a lot of people live a life that they hope it turns out OK. Look, I'm going to do this, I'm going to move to that city, I'm going to, you know do this or do that, or whatever. you know? And I, I, I hope I hope it works out. No, you need to be sure. The only way to be sure is to make sure. It's not about just hoping, wishing, praying. It's going to be different. Amen? No, we make it different. We make it different. Turn to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It says, but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. God's very clear here. You are a chosen people. But my first point is you've got to accept that. You've got to accept it. He declares it. He tells it in Scripture. He's speaking about you today, that you are a chosen people. But you have to accept that. I mean, it's hard not to draw a parallel with, you know, what's happening with the royal family right now. Amen? I mean, it's on every television, every hour of the day. It's it's on, every movement. Is documented. And everywhere you look, Queen Elizabeth II has, and her amazing life and legacy, you know, has been over and over and over in full display. The point is, she was chosen. You know, when King Edward abdicated the throne and, and the crown fell to his brother, uh, King George VI, which was the Queen's father... And then when he died, the crown fell to this young girl in her 20s named Elizabeth. But the reality is that she had to accept it. She was chosen through her very lineage. She was chosen, but she had to accept it. She had to take hold of it. I mean, what an honor to be crowned Queen of you know, England and, and the Commonwealth. and. But with great honour comes great responsibility. And I'm sure that's not a decision you hope works out okay. You can't hope that has a good ending. I'll take the crown, I'll take that, But and gee, well, gee I wish it works out. No, she had to accept it. She had a choice to make. Am I going to accept this or or, or am I going to reject it? And you remember, you know, a couple of weeks ago we spoke out of Romans 8, 14, 15. It says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again, rather. The Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And if you're here, you know, I spoke in that message about if you're adopted, then you're sought after. You're sought after. Someone wanted you bad enough to jump through whatever hoop, to pay whatever price, to take a hold of you. To take a hold of you. But you know, you still have to accept that. You can have parents that are adopting a child and they can go through all of that to adopt that kid, but if the kid says, No, nah, not interested, sorry. It's all in vain. You have to accept it. See, I remember going from darkness to light. I remember it. I remember praying to God one day on Saturday morning, <clears throat> 28 Sallow Street, Alexandra Hills, on the lounge carpet. I'd never prayed before, but I said this prayer. I said, "If God, if you're real, show me and I'm in 100%. That was my prayer. Was it a good one? Was it a bad one? I don't know. I'd never prayed before. But I said that, and you know, within... Within days, within days, I was totally delivered of being an alcoholic at a very young age. Totally delivered. No DTs, no withdrawal symptoms, nothing. In a couple of days, delivered like that. And I thought, whoa, maybe this God stuff's real. Maybe this God stuff's real. And and I know on that day that God had chosen me. For whatever reason, I I still don't get it today. But he had chosen me on that moment from that prayer. Delivered of alcohol. But see, I still had to accept that. I had this amazing encounter with God that I, I can't even deny today, 42 years later. I can't, I can't deny it. It was, it was life changing for me. But I could have gone to the pub the next day. I could have gone back to the pub, and though I was delivered, I thought, oh, beauty, I'm delivered. I can go back now. No, I, I, ha- I had to accept what he'd given me. I had to accept it. And here's the thing, there's no weekend warriors in God's army. He doesn't have a reserve. Amen? He doesn't have a reserve. We have to accept it or reject it. And the question is, to the believers sitting here today, are you in or are you out? You've got to accept that. With great honor becomes great responsibility. You are chosen. Amen? You are chosen. Do you accept it? A living stone being built into his spiritual house. Is that who we are? we accept it or reject it? Because if we accept it, here's the thing, number two today, you've got to position yourself. Remember, we're not hoping this works out. If we're going to be sure, we've got to make sure. So we position ourselves. Look at verse 9 again. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. His wonderful light. I mean, if you went looking for the royal family, if I, if, just, so, just so I went to London, I thought, where would I find the royal family? Would I begin to look in a palace or, or, or a pig pen. It's not a trick question. <laughs> it's interesting when you look at all the media and the, the photos of Buckingham Palace. It says all the flags are at half mast, except, except the sovereign flag. The sovereign flag is never lowered because the nation is never without a ruler. Do you know the very moment that Queen Elizabeth passed on her deathbed, that moment she she, she passed, there would have been a declaration go out that the queen is dead, long live the king. Immediately. Why? Because the nation, the Commonwealth, is never without a sovereign ruler. That flag is never at half mast. The Union Jack, absolutely, right, right throughout the nation. The Australian flag, you know, wherever you are, half mast, absolutely. But not the sovereign flag. What does that mean to us today? you want to find the king, you look for the flag. Because that's where he positions himself. It's obvious. If the sovereign flag's flying, the king's in the house. Amen? That's how it works. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 and 20 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? that you are not your own, you were bought at a price, therefore honour God with your bodies. You see, if you accept that you are a chosen person, a royal priesthood, then we need to position ourselves and our life in a way that honours God. Amen? Why? Because that's our choice. A choice is to live in the palace, not the pig pen. Amen? I think God is calling his people to raise the bar. I've got to tell you, society has. Our culture has raised their bar. Amen? You agree with me? I've got to get these checked. You you are, is it me or you? Come on. I can't hear you. Society's raised its bar, amen? I think it's time we raised our bar. The church begin to rise, to lift the standard, to aim higher. Aim higher. Why? Because we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. We're born again to live in the palace, not in the pig pen. And you know, it's, it begins with the small things in our life. We look at the small areas that we have challenge and we have weakness. And rather than just saying, oh, well, that's who I am or that's the way it is. No, no. You know what? I'm going to change that. No one's telling me to. No one's convicting me of it. You know. No one's making me feel guilty about something. No, I'm going to look at myself. And I know my areas of weakness, and you know what? I'm going to turn them around. They're going to be my strength. They're going to be my strength. I'm going to, I'm going to raise the bar. I'm going to lift it. Lift it to position myself in a life that will bring him honor in everything I do. Position yourselves firmly in the house and let's let's build together. Let's build something of worth together because I've got to tell you, folks, the more I see this coming to a, a head, it's a day where we stand or fall. And we've got to make that decision as individual believers. It's a day where we can't be half in, half out you know, the grey area, no, it's it's it, we stand or fall. Because that's where the world's heading. That's why we need to number three today. Take action. Take action. Look at verse nine again. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Declare his praises. Declare his praises. I'm not saying make stuff up. You know, I'm not saying have something, wrote thing, down pat, no. Just declare how good God's been to you. I've got to tell you, he's been good to me. Not hard for me to speak up about that. We need to start to declare how good God is. We need to make that de- declaration of faith, that declaration of faith to the world in which we live, just our world. You know, King Charles III was, was made king, you know, last week, and he would have noticed that it wasn't done in private. You know, the king's speech went to I don't know how many million around the world. wasn't done in some back room by, you know, mysterious hooded men or something. No. It was an open declaration that he is now King Charles the The whole world knew about it. And, you know, in India, in India when, when a believer gets baptised, I've been in villages where, you know, they march down the street. Like if you're getting water baptised, the whole village knows. The whole town knows. They have drums. They, they have cymbals. They bash everything that makes a noise. There's a procession. It goes down to the local creek. And if they survive the water, they're baptised. No. Actually, they do survive the water. We don't. But it's no secret that they've gone from Hinduism to Christianity. Everybody knows it. They accept that fact. I mean, I know it's only early days, but I've noticed a change in the way that King Charles carries himself. Have you? It's um, to go from... Prince to king steps up to another level of authority. See, as, as Prince Charles, he would have, you know, given a few orders around the palace, and servants would have probably, you know, started scurrying off and running. But as King Charles, the world listens when he speaks. It's a different level of authority. It's a different level of authority when he speaks. It's a new level of authority and influence. And the transition is the same, you know, when you accepted Christ as Lord. Because in Second Corinthians 5.20, it says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us, through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. New level of authority. New level of responsibility. See, before, you had no voice. I could imagine me sitting at the, the you know, the Tin Girl Hotel with all my mates, you know, three parts drunk. Tell them, my, my drinking buddies, you know, you need to get your life right with Jesus. <laughs> 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 Seriously, they'd fall off their bath stills laughing. Why? they'd had no voice. Had no voice. How, how could you possibly speak into someone else's life when your own life is as big a chaos as their life? But not today. Not today. I've known the Lord for 42 years now. I've known the Lord for 42 years and I can tell you of his faithfulness. I can tell you his faithfulness and his kindness to me. He's the best friend I've ever had through, through stage four cancer, through ruptured arteries, through cardiac arrests, through multiple surgeries. Many of them could have taken me out. Once I actually did die and they brought me back. Been with me the whole journey. Has never left me. You can trust him. I can, I can tell you that today. I can voice that aloud from the rooftops because I've lived it. I've experienced it. I know it to be real. This isn't a story I heard on YouTube. This is my life as a testimony to the glory and the goodness of God. Has it been perfect? No. But that's just made me stronger. How can you be a victorious believer if you've never fought a battle? We we complain when bad stuff happens. It's our opportunity to get stronger, to overcome. To look at that stuff in the eye and beat it. Amen. That's Christianity. We fail to recognize The cross (laughs) in Christianity. The cross. Never destroyed Jesus. (laughs) Just made him ruler of the entire universe. You don't look happy today, all right? All right, Am I too hard? Am I harsh? Should I fluff this up a little bit? I have a voice and so do you. You've got to action it. You've got to action. No more closet Christian. You've got to action it. Allow the Holy Spirit to create opportunities and then be faithful to speak. That's all. I'm not asking you to go door to door. I'm not asking you to do nothing. I'm just saying where you see a need, meet it. Where you can. Where you can be generous, be generous. Where you can be kind, be kind. Where everyone else is ripping someone apart, put your arm around their shoulder and love them the way Jesus would love them. Amen? That's all it is. We've got to action it. We've been lifted to a a new level of authority as Christ ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. We have a message that will change lives, and I know that because it changed mine. And I want that for everybody. I want that. I don't care what they've done. I don't care what they believe or all of that stuff. Jesus can sort that out. Amen. I just want you to find him and flourish. That's all. Find him and flourish. Because that's his plan for your life. Let me pray for you right now. Father, thank you. Thank you as we've come together as a, The house of God, the the church, that every living stone, Lord, is positioned, positioned in this house for the next season. And Lord, we will be faithful to action. The goodness, the love, the kindness the generosity that you've shown to us, chosen people. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand this morning. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.